Hi, I'm Scott Steele. This is Crying Dad, episode 17. Enjoy. Crying Dad. And I'm back. Took a little break there. Well, more than a little. I think it's about seven, eight weeks, something like that. I've been busy, alright, been a wee bit busy, but I thought, I missed doing this and obviously the the two folk that listen to this, that's nah, more than that, I actually went on and checked, you get a wee an- analytics thing with your podcast producer thing, and I went on and checked and I have one listener in America, so we're going international. Hello America, I hope you can understand me, it might have been an accidental press of a button but I'm counting it in my numbers, so when we're out of this I'll, I'll tour, I'll do a tour for the, that that one guy that's probably accidentally hit on it, but we're taking it, we're taking it as a win. Ah, it's nice to be back doing this, missed it a little bit. What's been happening in my world? Well, I think in the last episode, I described how we've, we'd uh, ordered a new kitchen. So, finally, this is how long it's taken. It's now finished. Now, the majority of it got done in the first week that we had to wait on a door arriving from Italy or something. Anyway, B&Q finally got round to it and the, the thing's finished. So, uh, it, it's nice. It's, it's better than the last heap of crap we had. So, ah, it's a nice fresh look. But what's happened is we, we started off with the kitchen and the way our house works, the kitchen kind of leads into the dining room. So, we ordered the kitchen, got new flooring. And we thought, well, you obviously have to take that through to the dining room. Then that led on to, well, if you're doing the dining room, you can't, may as well get a new dining table. Ah, that's right, we'll get that. And then that led to, we could really do a new radiator cover. We could do a new blind, which is fine. That all went fine. We then got to leading through into the living room, but there's a door. So the, the floor just stopped where the door was. So what we did was we ordered uh, some new furniture that we thought would look nice in the living room. But we wanted to freshen things up. Now, the carpet we've got in there has been in there for a few years. So we ordered a rug doctor from Tesco for £40 or something for two days. And I was given the responsibility of cleaning the carpets. Now, I've detailed on here before that my skills are, are fairly limited. Anything that requires... like As far as the, the doing the manual stuff with the kitchen... My job was taking stuff to the dump, and that was it. So when it came to the living room, my wife thought, right, you, you can do all right with this. It's a rug doctor. All you do is put the wee formula stuff in with some hot water, and you go over your, your carpets. It can't be hard. All you'll need to do is move furniture and then clean the place. That's it. So I thought, great. They went out for a, a day or something to one of their friends' house, so I got on with it, cracked on. It said somewhere 
try not to go over the same spot more than two times. Fair enough. I thought maybe it, it might damage the carpet or, or it just it doesn't need any more than that. But the way our carpet was situated, there was a part that was a, a lot dirtier than the rest. So I thought I, I can go a wee bit more than two two times, surely. So I don't really know how many times I went over it. But this thing carries like four litres of water at a time. So I blasted over this thing a few times. There must have been eight litres of water I used on this one stretch. So the carpet's looking cracking, but it's a wee bit wet under your feet. Now, I'd read this was fine. This is what happens. Fast forward two days, and we walked in the house, and there's a bit, a bit of a pong, all right? A wee, wee stench. It kind of, if you, if you leave a washing in the washing machine after it's finished, and you don't get round to it until the next day, and it's that kind of damp smell. But it wasn't too bad. So I left it, and then a day later, it comes, and it's worse. And then we found that this bit of carpet that I've gone over wasn't drying at all. And this kept going, and I, I kept buying more candles and air freshener and turning the heating on and opening the windows and hoping this thing would dry out. But I've made an arse of it. I think the reason why you don't go for it is because you end up with eight litres of water soaking into one bit of the carpet, which then creates damp and mould and stinks your full house out. So what I've done is laid the floor, well, my father-in-law laid the floor in the dining room, in the kitchen. I tried to freshen up the carpets by spending £40 the rug doctor, but what's ended up happening is I've had to rip up the rug, the, the carpets because I've ruined them and potentially put water damage underneath. And since we were doing that, my wife kind of thought, well, why, if we're ripping that up anyway, we'll just continue the floor through. So in spending £40 to clean the carpet, all I've done is up that bill about £300 for a new floor. So... When you think you've got limited skills and you're able to at least clean something, it turns out I'm not even there. But it looks lovely. It does look very nice. I'm happy with how it's it's all turned out. And it it's fine. It it costs a wee bit of money, but it, it looks really nice. It's it's comfortable, it's fresh like a paint everywhere, and it looks really nice. So we're <laughs> we're happy, but I think uh my responsibilities will be going, will be getting less and less. They're, they're already pretty minimal. Uh, I've not injured myself this time. I just potentially spread mould throughout my house. But we'll get past it. It's fine. When, uh, <laughs> that's just popped into my head. When we were getting the, the, the kitchen done, there was a whole bunch of tiling needing done. Now that kind of brickwork style tiling. 
And we thought, are we going to try attempting this ourselves? Potentially make a terrible job of it, or it will take us a week to do this section, or do we just get someone in to do it? So we ended up just getting getting someone in for a quote. They said, right, £200, I can do the full lot. Right, done. Go for it. So the guy turns up, uh, really friendly guy, brilliant, turned up, bang on time, friendly, clean, great, couldn't recommend the guy enough. So the, the, the fella was maybe in his 60s, and he brings with him what I assume was his apprentice. Now, the, the wee guy, well, wasn't he wee, the, the younger guy, maybe 16, if I was to guess, right? Now, the the experienced guy's calling this guy Scott, and then my name's Scott as well. So this wee boy comes to me, I make it sound like it's child labour, the younger guy comes to me and says, oh, I might get, might get a bit confusing in here, because your name's Scott, my name's Scott, and... and that may, you know, we may get we may get mixed up if 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 we're getting shouted on. I was like, that that yep, I could I could see that. I, I, I think it'll be all right. <laughs> this wee guy ended up being the best entertainment, the best live entertainment I've seen since March. So it turns out that this boy was the grandson of the Tyler, and the more the day went on, I think maybe the 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 young boy's mum or dad has convinced the Tyler to go on to, go on to take him to work with you, he's got no other prospects, we, we don't, just, if nothing else, we need him at the house. I kid you not, the, the Tyler's grafting away in the kitchen, I was in the dining room, painting a wall, and I look at the the window, and the young boy is doing the bottle flip challenge with a screwdriver. <laughs> and he, he was just throwing it up and down, just happy as in, just in his own wee world, just, no, I assume he was, he was maybe supposed to be doing something, but, uh, at that time, he looked happier than I've I've ever been in my life, and he kept. I could hear his granddad kept shouting through to him, Scott, what are you, what are you doing now? What are you doing now? He's like, I was just getting the, like, just move that over there, or, or do go and wash this, or, or prep the grout, or whatever he was supposed to be doing. Because clearly, this guy wanted to get the job done as best as he could, but also, you know. Pretty fast. You don't want a guy in your house for nine hours when the job can be done in five. Uh, every two minutes, the, the he was like, Scott, what, what are you doing now? I'll oh, just. Uh, and when they arrived, I'd made sure there was the, the kettle was there for them to use. Uh, so then it might go in and like be in their way. But I said, listen, there's there's cans of juice in in the fridge. Just help yourselves to whatever you want. I reckon we're in about half an hour of the shift. The boy had already had two cans. Now, I, but I'm, I don't care that he had two cans, but I, I, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he made him sell a toasty if I'd given him the option. 
uh, and he kept floating about, and at one point he had headphones in, and he's supposed to be learning from his his granda, and he's the the Tyler's talking to him, and he wins the answer. He's like, "What? I don't want to see them again. The next the next shift, I don't want to see them again." And then, and he he must have heard somewhere that tradesmen are supposed to, you know, the, the stereotypically have a, a bit of a banter with with people. But his banter game was 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 at apprentice level as well. Because at the end of the shift, and the guys called me and they said, "That's us all done. Just making sure you're happy with everything." And I was like, "Oh, that's great! Brilliant job! Absolutely brilliant!" Uh, cleaned up after themselves. It was spotless. And the guy, the, the guy said, oh, "I know your wife's out just now, but just if it, neither of you clean that grout just now, just leave it for a day or two to till it settles in." And uh, I don't know. She might find some faults in it. I hope no. And this was this was young Scott's time. He's like, "Right, it must be it must be banter o'clock. Let's go for it." And he's like, "Is this?" Is this what happens? She, she goes it, and you get, you get left with with all the jobs, and that was it. I was like, aye, aye, that's 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 kind of it, pal. That's a, uh, it's nice seeing you. <laughs> I miss him. I miss him. I'm hanging with Tyler in the full house. Uh, as long as he brings, as long as he brings young Scott with him. If he's no killed him and buried him in a building site somewhere. <laughs> uh, well, God, it'd be, how many weeks has it been? Like seven, eight weeks since. Um, what's been going on? Oh, I've written, I wrote down something that I found. I like a drink. Okay, the people that know me, I, I I do like to have a beer or a glass of wine, but I've I've added to my repertoire. Not my fault. Uh, one of my favourite things in the world now is a, an espresso martini. I always thought they looked a bit like not my style, but then I think it was. I don't know if it was the first time I tried them. It was my sister in law's birthday, and her boyfriend was making some. And I must have, I don't know how many I put away, but it, it was a fair amount. Uh, if, I reckon if I'd gone to a, a bar and asked, I'd, I'd have spent about 50 quid or 60 or 100, or God knows. And I can't get enough of them. But I don't, I drink them too fast. So see if I was to make them in the house, I'd probably end up pouring a pint of it in a, I don't know how healthy a pint of vodka is. Vodka and... I think it's vodka, Kahlua, coffee. Uh, if you put a pint of that down, and you'll you do some damage. But it reminded me when I was drinking them. Uh, it reminded me of... Back when stand-up comedy was a, a, a thing that existed in the world. Uh, it reminded me of... Rotunda Comedy Club. Now... When you're first starting out, which is where I am or was or whatever, you have to, there's certain types of gigs you have to do 
and build up your experience and kind of work your way into places. So in the Rotunda, they, they operate from Thursday to Sunday. And as a beginner, you might get the occasional five minutes on a Thursday and that starts you off. But to even get to that, you need to have experienced the what's called the gong show. Now, what a gong show is, uh, basically, you, you you have to survive five minutes on stage. So you go up on the stage, and in the crowd, there will be a number of red cards or something that if the crowd aren't liking you, they'll put them up. And I think if three go up and stay up at the same time, because they can put them up, but then if they start to like you, they can put them down. So if three are up at the same time, then you're off. A massive gong gets hit and you, you're you off. So you get one minute where they're, the first minute they are not allowed to put their cards up. That's your minute to try and win them over. And then your task is to last five minutes on stage. And... The reason that it reminds me of it is the guy that runs them, that run owns Rotunda but also runs the gong shows, he would, like some kind of villain from James Bond, would be on stage with his espresso martini and it, it would get, throughout the night, it would get through a whole pun, bundle of them. By the end of the night, it was legless, but it reminded me of him because I've had some horror shows in there. I've done three. The first two were horrific. Because what happens is, he goes up there and like some kind of evil person riles up the crowd to get as much hatred and like foaming at the mouth because he wants it to make the most hostile environment possible so that if someone lasts the five minutes, they've really they've they've earned the the their five minutes and then what happens is if you get through that time at the end there's a like a clap off for a winner and the winner wins a, a some kind of cash prize but also gets some weekend spots in the comedy club. So the first time I did it, oh, it went horribly. I think I got maybe a minute and a half, maybe maybe closer to two minutes. Then I did it another time. Are good enough, I suppose, and got through the the five minutes and uh, lost out. I think there was maybe four or five of us in the end. Though there's always like twenty two people sign up, so that's what the guy that I don't say his name, but the guy that runs it says that to the crowd. Listen, there's twenty two people back there that want to get through five minutes. We all want to be home tonight, so if you hate them. Let them know you hate them. Boo, shout, growl. If you've got a card and you can hear that someone beside you hates them, do them a favour and put your card up. So they make it as hard as possible. But luckily, the last time I did it, I got through. So it reminded me of that uh, back when comedy was was alive. I do miss it. But I think... uh, 2020 is a write-off in, in all manners, never mind just comedy or any live event.
It's not all doom and gloom. It's not. Well, it sounds like it is. Ugh, I'll try and find something I'm happy to talk about. Not a big fan. Time for I'm not a big fan. Uh, right, this week. Not a big fan of people. I'll just leave that there. Uh, <laughs> no, it's people that are getting so much joy out of other people's failures or wrongdoings. I think I'm, I get annoyed at people that enjoy cancel culture. Now, there's if you're into podcasts or, or comedy, there's some high-profile names across in America that have basically the, they've cancel culture has taken. Well, cancel culture hasn't taken them. Their behaviour has has then led to them being cancelled in a variety of ways. Um, I don't think anything's been taken to court or the police, but the there's there's plenty of accusations and stuff flying around. But that's not really the the point I'm making whether these people are are guilty or whether they, they've done anything wrong or not. Uh that's not really the, the, the thing I want to get into. It's the kind of childish gossipy joy that people get out of someone else doing something wrong like they can't wait like if you if you hear someone's been uh like the crystalia thing where he's was private messaging girls that were underage like 15 or, or whatever the the uh, uh, whatever the age is in certain states in america and there was a bunch of threads and and patterns that were that were leading to that. Um, he he should be he should get in trouble. He should, of course, he should, and you should. There should be support and uh, help there for any victims or anyone that's that that's suffered for those things. But what I tend to be seeing or hearing is real joy in people's faces and and the like they don't think about the the people that are suffering they they just get joy of of someone being knocked off their their pedestal ped is it pedestal 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 you know what i mean like knocked off their high horse uh <sighs> Because I don't feel bad for the accused person if if they've had some wrongdoing. Um, I think there's levels to it whether you should lose your entire career, but I'm not going to say anything that could that people think I'm sticking up for dodgy folk. But it, it, sometimes it seems a bit childish when people get so happy. When someone's caught doing something, or when someone does something bad, you know what I could compare it to. Especially in this country, the joy that now it will seem silly that I'm comparing this because they're not in the same worlds, but the 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 mindset is the same. 
especially in Scotland, the joy that Rangers fans get when Celtic mess up in some way, whether it's losing a game or whatever, the daft boy that went to Spain that didn't quarantine, didn't tell anyone or something, the that that I mean that was stupid, really stupid. Uh, but Rangers fans get so much joy out of that stuff, and then Celtic fans the same. When when Rangers mess up in some way, it, it's just it's joyful. Uh, there comes an age where it's just ah, you know, just think you know, think of something. Aye, so just grow up a wee bit. I still laugh at fart jokes. That's I can't really compare. I'm a massive fan. Massive fan of uh, Scotland. So because of the COVID pandemic obviously travelling has been restricted heavily so we, we haven't been anywhere we, we had toyed with the idea months ago of saving up and going to Disneyland Paris obviously that can't happen right now and, and what God knows when we'll, we'll be able to do things like that so over the summer we we saw a bit more of Scotland than we probably would have and Really enjoyed it. Don't probably don't appreciate the things that are on our doorstep enough. Uh, we went to a place called Tinnabruck, which is kind of the west of Scotland, somewhere a lovely looking bit of the world, and it was really nice. We just we we uh, we took the kids down to the beach. Loads they ran about mad. Um, that it was the first week that pubs were allowed to have people in, so there was a couple of hotels nearby. We were able to get some pints poured, which was was a nice, refreshing thing to happen. Um, <laughs> the so that was the middle of July. That was like seventeenth of July or something. So it was the first while that you were able to go back into pubs and restaurants in, what, four months, maybe? <laughs> this hotel we went to in Tinnabruck had the angriest wee woman. <laughs> it, she she seemed pissed off all the time. Like, is as, as every request was, was, was like you were asking her to knit you a jumper or something. It was, she, she, aye, she just seemed angry. The, the world, as if like lockdown being eased had interrupted her plans. She was annoyed all the time. But we, I ended up feeling a bit bad because we were kind of like laughing and joking a wee bit because we, say we sat down, we didn't have any menus. Like you, you'd be saying to someone else, you can ask her for the menus. I'm not asking her for the menus. My head bitten off here. And I don't know if, if she started to notice that stuff because over the week, I'll give her a due. 
she did she she did start to come round. I think uh, a couple of wee five pound tips here and there really helped her out. Well, she must have come round because at the start of the week she was Doctor Jekyll and and Hyde. I don't is Hyde the, the monster? Whatever one it is, she she was that. And then by the end of the week she was the the, the she was the doctor. I don't know the story, right? I'm not up in literature. She was she was that story in reverse. Uh, <laughs> because at the start you couldn't even look her in the eye without thinking you'd ask for the biggest request possible. But about four or five days in, I'd been in for uh, some drinks and then paid with my card. But for whatever reason, I hadn't gone through, but it was contactless. So we just, I just hit the card machine and then it went, it, it churned out some paper. She didn't look at it. I didn't think anything of it. And she just went, thanks very much. See you. See you again tomorrow. And then didn't know until the next day when I walked in that the I hadn't gone through properly. Uh, now, had that happened on the first day we were there, I think I would have just been met with a kick in the balls as soon as I walked in the building. But she just called me and went, oh, I'm sorry, I, I, I emailed, because they just started doing track and trace, and I think they had my father-in-law's emails. Oh, I emailed that address because, oh, unfortunately, I didn't go through. I'm, I'm sorry about that. And she was very apologetic. I was like, well, I'm the one that walked out without pain, pal. So you, it's, it's, it's amazing what, Tipping someone can get you. That's uh, so why we're we're definitely going to go and see more of more of the country. Uh, and saying that, but probably when if Ryanair have a sale on, we'll get here quickly. Anyway, uh, probably a rusty start getting back into this, but. Hopefully it's not too much torture. I'll I'll make a, a, a good effort to, to make this more regular every week. See you after. Thanks for listening. Subscribe. Tell more people.